Hi, I'm Greg Lefebvre, and this is The Compulsive Storyteller, a series of short personal stories that prove the adage that truth can be stranger than fiction. This week's episode is the first of a four-part series about cops, specifically my altercations with bad cops, corrupt cops, and dumb cops over the years. Part one is Yellow Light, where I fight in court with an officer who's falsely accused me of several crimes. As mentioned in the intro to a bad cop episode last season, after the police killed George Floyd, I made a list of all the times that I'd had difficulty with the police. I came up with 36 instances, and I recount another one of them here as a cautionary tale. Had I been a black or brown man, any one of these 36 run-ins could have been fatal for me. Bad cop, bad cop, yellow light. I'm driving in my old blue Dodge van with my long hair blowing in the wind and Jefferson Airplane on the radio. I'm on the Mid-Cape Highway, Route 6, passing through Wellfleet, heading home to P-Town. Damn, I say out loud as I just make the yellow light and look to my right where there's a Wellfleet police car waiting for the green light. I immediately slow down to five miles an hour below the speed limit and check in my rearview mirror. Sure enough, the police car is following me and it's being driven by a female police officer. She continues following me for about a mile, then puts on her flashing lights and pulls me over. She's a big, stocky woman in a crisp, light gray uniform. License and registration. I hand them over. She returns to her vehicle and waits for the information to be relayed about both. I just sit and wait. I know that I have nothing on my driving record, nor is there any doubt that the van is registered in my name, and the inspections are all up to date. Finally, she returns. Do you know why I pulled you over? She asks. Yeah, because I just made it through the yellow light. Yes, there's that, but more importantly, you were speeding. No way, I say. I saw you follow me from the light, and I was going five miles an hour below the speed limit. I'm so sure you were speeding that I'm willing to testify to it in court. As she hands me the speeding ticket, she says, consider yourself lucky that I don't write you up for reckless endangerment. She tears a ticket out of her book hands it to me, and says sarcastically, have a nice day. When I look at the ticket, it says that I was going 80 miles an hour. Damn it, I say. No way. I go back and start taking pictures of the scene of the crime, including the yellow light, in which I also include the roadside store next to it for context. I take a picture of the first speed limit sign and the mile markers in the exact place where she pulled me over. Then I head for the Wellfleet police station to take pictures of their police cars. Luckily, all their cruisers are the same late-model Ford police cars. Next, on my way home, I stop by the post office, where I fill out and mail back my ticket, requesting an in-person hearing. A month later, I receive notification of the hearing. On the appointed day, I show up wearing a necktie and wait in a small courtroom. I'm hoping that the cop doesn't show, but sadly... She appears with her male partner and flashes me a nasty look. When my case is called, the female cop takes the stand and recites her false version of the events in question, that I ran the light at an excessive speed and that she apprehended me shortly thereafter, that I'm allowed to present my side, but first I request a chance to question the officer. I take out my folder and I present her with an 8x10 glossy photo 
of the yellow light next to the roadside store. This gets everyone present, including the judge, to sit up and take an interest in the proceedings. Is this the yellow light that I supposedly ran? She studies it and, clearly annoyed, says, yes. And is this the speed limit sign just past the light? She looks at it and in a dismissive tone says, I can't tell if that's the sign. Is this the place where you pulled me over? You can see the sand dune behind the rail, and conveniently, there's a mile marker sign too. Now the judge wants to see it as well. After studying it, he seems to believe me and requests that she answer the question. She responds, I guess so, seeming more sulky than angry. And is this a picture of the type of wealthy police cruiser that you were driving? She responds, yes. But then the judge intervenes. Where is this line of questioning going? Sorry, Your Honor, I'm almost there. He nods for me to continue. So here is the crux of my case. The Ford Sedan Police Interceptor 428 horsepower V8 that you were driving has a maximum acceleration from 0 to 80 in 7 seconds. If I was actually traveling through the light at 80 miles an hour, which I was not, and you were starting from a standing stop at the light, then it would have taken you 8 seconds to go as fast as me, but I would still be way ahead of you. And to catch up with me, let's say you were going 100 miles per hour, you would have pulled me over at a place twice as far from the light where you actually did apprehend me. Ergo, I could not have been traveling at 80 miles per hour. The judge is smiling and shaking his head at the complexity of my defense. She sputters a bit, but the judge shuts her down and says, case dismissed, and after calling the next case, he offers up, maybe you missed your calling and you should have been a lawyer. I smile, but the cop and her partner who are both passing out of the courtroom are not smiling. I stand in the lobby and observe them get into their cruiser, but instead of leaving the parking lot, they make a U-turn so they're now facing the courthouse, apparently waiting for me to leave. I play a waiting game from a point inside the building where they can't see me. It takes 35 minutes for them to finally leave. I take a shortcut to Route 6 and head back to P-Town, musing to myself with a chuckle, Maybe I should have been a lawyer. The Compulsive Storyteller is written and narrated by me, Greg Lefebvre, and co-produced with Peter Kokoma, who's also made our theme song. If you enjoyed this week's episode, we'd love your help sharing the show. Please subscribe to The Compulsive Storyteller for free on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And also, if you could leave a review, that would be fantastic. Follow the show on Instagram, at The Compulsive Storyteller, and check out our website for more information at thecompulsivestoryteller.com. Thanks for listening, and if you don't like this one, the next one will be another story. Mm-hmm.